Hi, this is Gail with Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. My guest today, Mary Stange, I hope I'm saying her last name correctly, and she has the blog Bambinos Without Borders. And what's really unique about Mary is that she and her husband and her two kids have traveled the world and her kids are four and one and a half and they currently live in Colombia. However, this episode is not about Colombia, but I see a future episode, but this is about taking a steam train through the Scottish Highlands. That's right. And Mary did this trip with her family. And so for those of you who have kids, this is a family-friendly experience you can have. I hope you enjoy and please visit Mary's blog, bambinoswithoutborders.com. It will be in the show notes. Thank you. So hi, we are here with Mary from the travel blog, Bambinos Without Borders. That's correct. Bambinos yeah. Without Borders. Yeah. And so you go on all these travel adventures with your kids, which is pretty awesome. I, I've got a three-year-old. Um, how old are your kids? <laughs> well, my son is four and a half now, and my daughter is just about one and a half. Where do you currently reside? We currently live in Bogota, Colombia. But we, my husband works for the State Department, and so we are always traveling. And so we, um, we try to jump at any opportunity to to travel with our kids. That uh, is amazing. I think we're going to have many more conversations because I'm trying to also figure out how to travel with, with my kid. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it definitely has its challenges traveling with kids. But um, my philosophy is that. It is the best way to show our kids the world and to create empathy and global tolerance and, and all these things that we, we want to instill in our children. I feel like we can give them through travel. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think experiences are just the number one thing in life that we can give to ourselves and to our kids. Hence the name Absolutely. experiences you should have. Uh <laughs> Maybe I'll make a spinoff, Experiences Your Kids Should Have. <laughs> right, right. This is going to be podcast number two. <laughs> mm-hmm. How is it? I mean, I know we're, we're going to be talking about today about uh, traveling on a steam train in Scotland. But before we get to that, I have to know, how is it living in Bogota, Colombia with your kids? Uh, I actually love it. We've been here about two months now, um, cool. and Bogota is just an enormous city. I think that was one thing I wasn't prepared for before I moved here. It's huge. I think there's something like 8 million people that live here. Oh, wow. Um, and it's it's very metropolitan. You know, you you can pretty much get any anything that you're craving here. <laughs> um, and it, it just has its own life, its own spirit. It's it's a wonderful city. And I hope that, you know, maybe in the future, we could talk more about Colombia, because oh. <laughs> it really is a wonderful place. Uh, it's this sounds like in another past, episode. It's a wonderful we, place to live. <laughs> we have to. And, and I hate to be stereotypical, but 
uh, many times when like Columbia has come up that it's always kind of in conversation of people who haven't been there. It's always kind of seen as maybe that's an unsafe place to go. Or did you have that perception of Columbia before you went? And has that changed? My, well, first off, my, uh, my husband and I did a lot of research before choosing to come to Columbia, specifically because we knew we were coming with young kids. We want to make sure, is it a safe place? Is it something right. somewhere we're going to be happy living? Um, and, you know, Columbia has, it has a bit of a dark history um, that there's no denying that. And um, I think one of the most charming things about Columbia and particularly the Colombian people is that now, you know, in, in 2018, there are so many, um, there are so many Colombians that are really trying to fight that stigma. Um, they, they say, you know, yes, it was a part of our history, but it, that's not who we are anymore. Um, they're really trying to grow their country through tourism, through, um, agriculture through just kind of like tourism diplomacy, I want to say, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. to show people that that Colombia has a lot of life and it's not just it's you know it's not just its drug history. So you know, I am very intrigued and I would love to come visit yeah. Colombia. Uh, so uh, stay tuned because we will do another episode on Colombia because uh, yes, I have to know more and I would love to talk to you again. <laughs> But uh, but today is about Scotland, which is, is so funny. I've actually been doing a research project on Scotland and Ireland just the last two days. So I've become immersed in this world. I, I've been learning about uh, I've been learning about bus tours and coach tours and that sort of thing. But today we're talking about going to Scotland on a steam train and and with your kids if you have kids. So, so when did you go? When did you go to Scotland, and how old were your kids when you went? Oh, well, my family took a trip to the Scottish Highlands in September of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would made my son um, just about two and a half. Okay. Uh, and I was five months pregnant with my daughter. Oh, okay. Um, so we just had the one on that trip, and you know, I was about, I was, I was pretty, pretty heavy going with the other right. one, but. Right. Um, we actually, it's funny you mentioned Ireland and Scotland together because that was our full trip as we did, uh, eight days in Ireland kind of driving around and then eight days in the Scottish Highlands. Which one did you like better? If you had to pick, (laughs) if you had to go to either Scotland or Ireland and you had to go to one. If I had to go to one, I'd go back to Scotland in a heartbeat. Yeah. Sorry, Ireland. I, I, I love it, but no, Scotland, it has to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, so what in particular did you like about Scotland or the Scotland Highlands? Mm. Well, I, I don't claim to be an expert on the Scotland, Scottish Highlands at all. You know, I was there just that one trip, um, but it it was a very captivating trip. I'll preface that by saying that, you know, since we were traveling with, with our two-year-old son, um, our itinerary was a little more laid back. We had the chances to to take leisurely afternoons and to just, you know, sit out underneath the stars and not feel like we were, we were jumping from thing to thing to thing. Like every day was just completely leisure and it was fantastic. And I encourage every traveling family to just take their time when they travel. But on this particular trip, you know, while I was probably perfectly content visiting castles and little sleepy towns and yes, I was pregnant, but I'll, I'll still tag along to the distilleries. Um, yeah. So we needed to do things with, with our son that weren't just playgrounds upon playgrounds upon playgrounds, which a lot of vacations end up being. Um, a lot of playgrounds. And like most, yeah, so many playgrounds. 
so like most kids, my son was included and still is completely enamored by any sort of vehicle. Um, so whenever we travel, we try to take at least one excursion on a boat or, a, you know, in this case, it was a train. So why, why the train? You know, it was just, it was one of the things we haven't done before. And I didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into to, yeah. to start out with. Um, but, you know, my husband found the link and he said, oh, this is going to be great. We'll do this. Max is going to love it. So how long was your train trip? The one we took was out of, uh, it was called the Strathspey Railway. And it was a two-hour round trip, kind of a luncheon. They did like a Sunday luncheon um, trip. So it was it was two hours uh, from start to finish. And we just went, um, we started in Aviemore, mm-hmm. which is kind of in the, the middle of the Speyside region in the Highlands. Um, and it went through uh, of Garden and then ended up in Broomhill, which is just, you know, I don't know if you do the math, maybe it's 45 minutes away by train. Mm-hmm. Um the train stopped for 15, 20 minutes. The guests were able to, to get out, take pictures, kind of explore the, the, the tiny itty bitty station over there, Broomhill. Um, then we all got back on and, and came back to Abbeymore. And that was, that was the day. It was short, but it was really wonderful. So I guess what was your favorite part about going and, and seeing this by train? So, I mean, Scotland's, in itself has always kind of been a bucket list place for me. Yeah. Um, and it, it captured my, you know, the, the country, the landscape is just completely magical. It's green. It's, you know, mountains and rivers and cliffs and forests and wildlife. And, you know, everywhere you turn, it just feels like you're in a storybook. You know, every, every detail feels like it's living and it's breathing. Um, it's just, it's, it's very captivating. It is. Wow. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, it's hard to, to put that feeling into words and say that was my favorite part, but really it was. It was that, that kind of captivating spirit, um, just knowing that there's so much history that lies in Scotland. And um, it, it was just, it was a really magical time for us. Yeah, I, I keep on seeing uh, like Scotland and Ireland being described as majestic. Like, did you feel that <laughs> it was just like this majestic area? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Majestic is a great word for it. Um, everything about it is just very dramatic, you know, from you could be raining and it's dramatic. <laughs> it's really great. Maybe that's why so many like movies and TV shows have been filmed around that area. Hey, yeah, there's a reason for it. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, how did your how'd your son do on that trip? You've, you've got a two and a half year old. You're on a train. You're seeing these amazing views. Did he take to it? Was he looking out the window or t- tell me a little bit more about that? So like I was saying, you know, it's, it's been two years. He still remembers this trip. Um, I wow. think it was just the, uh, yeah. I, and for, you know, a four, four year old to remember something that long is probably pretty, pretty incredible. Good. He really remembers the engine. He remembers, you know, watching the engineer shovel coal into the firebox. He remembers climbing up into the driver's seat. You know, he remembers kind of like exploring the thing. He remembers the noise that it made. Um, so when you talk to him about it, it's it's really kind of incredible that he um, he he vividly re- he doesn't remember the lunch. He doesn't remember really the scenery. He, I don't even think he remembers me being there. I think he just remembers <laughs> the, the experience of the large machine that a lot of kids like and um, and. 
and that experience of being so close to it and, and climbing inside of it and watching it move and turn and it was pretty fun. It was it was fun to watch him see it too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I just did <laughs> uh, a train trip with my daughter and husband, um, but it was like a twenty four hour train trip. And nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did uh, you go? <laughs> uh, we went from Portland, Oregon, down to San Luis Obispo, California, and we had to sleep yeah. on the train. We we're in coach and. My daughter slept way better than I did, and she's only three. So, <laughs> hey, it, it works. So I'm like, sleep okay. anywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. I'm like, uh, you're gonna sleep on the floor. You're gonna sleep here. You're gonna like half your head is on the seat, and the other your body's like hanging down, and you're passed out. Fantastic. <laughs> so, so you went on this train trip, and train trip you said was two hours. Yeah, it was two hours round trip. Yeah, so uh-huh. did, did you feel like you wanted to go on a longer train trip, or was that the perfect amount of time? I think for the time that we had and the attention span of my son, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Um, I think that anything longer would have been too much for all of us. Having said that, we are um, you know, always always trying to get back to Scotland, and I think the next time we do, I'm going to try to to get onto to one of these longer trips. Um, I think the one of the things that I, I love so much about about this experience in particular is that you don't have to go to one place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rail is is isn't well, it was such a large part of transportation of daily life, um, especially in in Scotland, and it harks back to um, just kind of a very historic time um, when it you know just the impact that these great machines had on industrialization and, and how they were so important. Um, but you can go anywhere in Scotland and find a steam train ride. Um, you know, they're not used for, for travel primarily anymore. Um, yeah. but you know, there, there are these, these tourist rides. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've created these tourist rides for, you know, just, just to, to hark back to that feeling, that romantic nature of, of railway travel. Yeah. Yeah. I, my husband has got me on to loving trains, and I'm excited to explore more <laughs> via train. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what was the cost of your of your train tickets? Um, well, again, it'll depend on which, which train you actually take and, you know, how long it is and if there are any food or anything. But the one that we took, um, the, the Sunday luncheon on the Strathfay, uh, it was 43 pounds per adult and 21.50 pounds per child. Okay, even though he's two and a half, you still had to pay for him. Um, for what I remember, yes, because he still got served a plate of food. Got it, got it. But for an experience that still sticks with you today, that's not a crazy expensive experience. Right. I mean, it's an excursion. You know, I feel like you're gonna pay that if you go on a, you know, on a boat ride or a, right, you know, or like a sailboat ride or a any type of other excursion that you take when you travel. And it was, um, you know, it was one of the biggest things we did on that trip and it was, it was very memorable. So I, I don't regret it. <laughs> yeah. Now, as far as like time of year, like what, what month was it when you were there and is there like a suggested time of year to, to go to Scotland? We traveled in September, um, which, you know, while we still had, 
plenty of beautiful sunny day while we were there. It rained a lot, and which is uh-huh. which is typical for Scotland. Right. You know, it's typical for the region. You're going to encounter the rain almost any time you go. Um, but I am told that the best months to visit um, are May and June. May and June. So it was raining. Mm-hmm. Are you talking like a Portland, Seattle drizzle, or are you talking like a yeah, full-on downpour? Yeah, more. <laughs> no, you're you're probably more correct with it. it's like that that Pacific Northwest drizzle. The it's not quite you know strong enough to break out the full umbrella, but it's annoying when you walk through it. <laughs> okay. So what was in yeah. your bag? Like what what do you need to pack specifically to go on a trip to Scotland? Um, a raincoat. Okay. Um, well, easy to have them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd say bring layers. Um, you know, again, when we went, it was the summer. So well, summer is the end of summer, but, right. um, you know, layers, cause you never know when the sun's really going to peak out, but it was, it was cool. Okay. Um, cool and chilly. so many castles there there's so much to see uh plenty of places to drink i what were one of your some of your favorite places to to check out um well like i said we didn't uh we didn't pack too much into our itinerary because uh-huh. we we had the little one tagging along and right. we tried to do one one thing per day mm-hmm. uh, which is always kind of my rule of thumb whenever we travel it's just you know we'll we'll plan on one thing and okay. then we'll we'll deviate from there um, you know, we did a few of the distilleries. Um, mm-hmm. we, we went around to a few of them. I think we saw Glen Murray and Aberlauer was right there. So my husband did that one. So you're able to do some tasting, check out the distilleries with kids by your side. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, there are quite a few, uh, distilleries in Scotland that are perfectly fine with the kids tagging along. Um, that, I mean, it's a working factory when you think about it and what kind of, what kid doesn't, doesn't love the, the large machine and seeing, seeing that kind of factory. Um, so we, we, we brought them along for a couple of them. Um, and I think I saw a blog post of yours about that. So we'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. If you want to find out absolutely. distilleries <laughs> in Scotland, you could take your kids too. <laughs> absolutely. Um, there was another castle that was close to by where we were staying. It was, oh, what was it? I think it was called Belinda Lock. And I might be butchering that name. And I'm sorry to all of the the Scottish folk who are listening to this. Um, but okay. it was, it's a, <laughs> well, I mean, the, you got to admit, like those things, those names are pretty hard to pronounce. But, right. Um, I don't think we've so got yeah, a huge was, Scottish following yet, but you no, never know. You may. You never okay. know. Right. <laughs> One day. Um, anyways, Belinda Lock was a wonderful castle. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a castle in ruins. It was very, you know, very modern, very working castle with a historical aspect to it. Um, but another thing I loved about it was it had a wonderful playground. Um, it had, I know, I keep talking about playgrounds. No, playgrounds, but it's very but, true. Um, I, playgrounds are important. <laughs> it had a great playground. Um, and I think if I remember correctly, it had a plaque in the restroom saying that they had won an award for best lose in the UK. So, you know, um Cool. Very cool. If you're into that kind of a thing, you know. It's pretty fantastic. 
I mean, there there's something to say about a really good playground. Like my my daughter associates the the needle in Seattle as the really cool playground by it. You know, it's uh-huh. you you want to go to great places with nice playgrounds where the parents can take a break and let your kids run the energy out. Absolutely. And I think it was actually on this trip in particular, um, I think on our Ireland half of the trip, when I realized that, you know, vacationing with, with kids, in particular with a two-year-old, you're, you're really just sightseeing on the drives between playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we one one place and then we were able to see some scenery on the drive to the next playground. And as we were driving to the next city, we'd go to the next playground. <laughs> um, so you're able to actually have vacation in between playgrounds so yeah <laughs> you know what that's a good epiphany uh so if you just know you're, that's what you're getting into now you can map out all the playgrounds <laughs> and, yeah. and the cool sights to see out the window uh as far as food i mean you mentioned you had this uh meal and lunch on the train um how was the food on the train and also just how was the food in general in Scotland? Was there something memorable or a dish that you tried to recreate at home or anything like that? Um, well, the food on the train was uh, was very nice. It was, you know, they, they tried to put on this, this whole air of, of a fancy Sunday luncheon. Um, wow. So it was, it was three course. It, we had, I think, between us, we had tomato soup and smoked salmon. There was sirloin, pork, roasted veggies and potatoes. The puddings, the desserts, and of course, it all ended up with you know coffee and tea. Um, but but yeah, as as a Scottish food, you know, separate from that, um, I think the most notable thing that well, my husband ate it. I, I didn't really have the stomach for it. Was haggis? Um, huh. And yeah, I, I wasn't really familiar with haggis before we before we went to Scotland. Um, but apparently, what it is, it's like I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I think it's like minced meat and like sheep stomach all together. And uh, I don't know. He seemed to like it, but it's it's an organ thing. And did did you like it? Uh, he said he liked it, okay. so he might he might try it again if we ever go back. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. That's it's interesting. Uh, well, we'll find a good recipe gonna, and uh, post I, in the show notes. <laughs> Maybe Pinterest has something on that, you know. Right. right. Uh, So if you went back to Scotland next week, where would be the number one place on your your list to go besides the train? Let's see. Um, There are so many little hidden towns and islands and and small places. I think I, next time we go, I'd really like to hit uh, the Isle of Skye. Um, that's a, that's a place we didn't get to. It was a little too remote for where we were staying at the time. Um, the Isle of Skye, you said? I think, yeah, the Isle of Skye. So I think one of the things that um, I'd really like to do, oh, so much, so much of the Highlands is just it's very kind of remote villages and, and little small towns, you know, other than the, the larger cities of, you know, say Inverness and, and even Edinburgh and Glasgow, it's, it's very small. And that was one of the, I think one of the biggest surprises for myself, you know, is all the towns are, are very small along the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see. 
I'm starting to plan my next trip now. So once, yeah. once I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so where would you fly into to to really have an epic Scotland adventure and and go on a steam train to the Scottish Highlands? Well, if you're looking to go specifically for a stream a steam train ride, um, I'd probably suggest going on the the West Highland Railway. Uh-huh. And that actually, uh, I think you grab that out of Glasgow. And what's so interesting about that one is that it's uh, it's a five, five, five and a half hour trip. It goes from Glasgow to Malek, Um And it's actually the route they use for the Harry Potter movie. Oh, also known cool. as Chocolate Express. Um, yeah, it's said to be one of the most scenic rail journeys in the entire world. Um, and it's it shows landscapes that you can only see by railway. Um, so it, I think, I think if you were going to do one, one thing, one rail trip in Scotland, I'd try to get to go to do that one. That one seems, sounds pretty great. And next time I go back, I think that might be something that I'm going to try to do. <laughs> really cool. Really cool. Anything else you want to tell our listeners about, the the steam train ride or something in particular in Scotland that you should check out. Yeah, I think that um, you know riding a train isn't necessarily all that exciting to a lot of people. You know, it seems very tame. It isn't very adrenaline filled, but it's one thing that really ignites the imagination. Like I was mentioning before, it just it it really harks back to this romantic era of of railway travel and in a place that is so filled with, with history and, and of magic. Um, and to see it by train is really to see it in its, its rawest form. Um, it, it, preserves, it preserves the country in a time capsule, and it's, it's quite mm-hmm. stunning to see. I think that anyone that has the opportunity to go to Scotland should absolutely jump at it, um, but also try to make a steam train ride you know, part of their itinerary. It'll, it'll be something that's very memorable. That's that's fantastic. You've you've sold me. You sold me. I feel like I wanted to start planning this trip right now. And, and it's something I can bring my daughter with me. I absolutely. I love adventure and I love finding crazy things to do in the world. And um, but I'm always trying to figure out what are cool places I can bring my daughter to and share with her those experiences. Absolutely. And, and have these little family trips. So you're an inspiration, and I'm going to be checking out your blog even more, Bambinos Without Borders, to get new ideas of where I can travel to with with my family. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. wonderful. Like I said, we're, we're South America-based right now, so there will be more of that, hopefully, soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. But, yeah, we hope to, we hope to always keep traveling. Oh, I have no doubt that you won't, that you'll still keep on traveling. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, th- thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Like, this has been such a pleasure to meet you. I'm, I'm so glad that we connected. Me too, Gail. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Anytime. And it sounds like we need to do an episode on Columbia or something something cool in Columbia. Stay tuned. So stay tuned. We'll make it happen.
Now, I've got a very important question. Did you mm. see the Loch Ness Monster? We certainly searched for it. Um, that was one of the things we did. Is we went up to Inverness, and, and of course, we searched for, searched for Nessie. Um, actually, I have some great pictures of my son looking out over the water, like with his little binocular hands <laughs> and searching. And he's like, I can't find it, Mama. I don't know where the monster is. <laughs> Man, I mean, Discovery Channel did like a special <laughs> on it years ago, and it just made me want to believe it's Pretty still there. Huh? It was very convincing, just like their mermaid special. I'm sure but, it is uh, still there. <laughs> it could be. Could be. I believe in Nessie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But, but yeah, I'd like to go and look and check it out and see, you know, you I'm never sure know. You write a passage if you go to Scotland. You got to do it once. Hey, also, you podcast listeners out there, if you enjoyed this episode and you love trains, then check out a, a previous episode on taking a cross-country train trip across the United States on Amtrak. I got to interview my lovely husband on his adventure uh, from Florida to Oregon, and that was actually done without kids uh, in coach. So if you want to hear more about that adventure, uh, please check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find experiences you should have on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, please, please, please leave me a review if you like it. <laughs> uh, as a podcaster, we or I heavily depend on reviews. And please tell your friends, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you're only listening on the website right now, fantastic. But also, locate a podcast app on your phone, such as the podcast app on your iPhone. Or you could download a Google podcast app if you have an Android and subscribe. Just search for experiences you should have. Thank you so much.